Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive. It is me, Tom Hamlet. I am co-hostless today. Uh, Kix is sitting this one out, but I have a fantastic guest. I'm so excited to bring her in. Before I do that, just a couple logistics per usual. Remember, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Music and Spotify and anywhere podcasts are heard. That is how we get this thing off the ground. Thank you to all of y'all that are listening. And um, yeah. So today my guest is an old uh, friend of mine and uh, old college college friend of mine. I haven't seen her since college. Um, uh, her name is Sam Herschel. She runs the Taste of Streep account. I'm sure you've seen that account. It's hilarious. She puts Meryl Streep on uh, things like Twinkies and Corn on the Cob. <laughs> I feel like you've done those two things. And uh, she's an avid reality TV fan and honorary member of the Bachelor cast circa 2018, which we will get into. Uh, Sam, hi. Oh, hello. There you Can go. you hear me? <laughs> I'm first podcast, clearly. Um, oh, no, it's fine. I've never even been on a different one than my own. So it's it's all new, uncharted territory. So All right. Well, thanks for having me. Well, thank you for doing this. Once again, I know we like haven't seen each other in forever, but like I know that you are such a little reality TV slut. So I was like, oh, I, I am. On. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm kind of nervous, but I am also very I'm excited because I have... I, I told you I've really like never listened to a podcast nor been on a podcast in my life. I'm someone who does all of my errands and work in complete silence. Oh my God. Really? Do you like ride the subway? Yeah. I ride the subway. I don't even own headphones. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. I'm in shock right now. I'm one of those people. I like can't exist without my AirPod like in my ear. Like I'm always (laughs) listening to something. And I mean, I'm sure that it's going to ruin my ears when I'm older, but constantly (laughs) consuming media. I thought like, I didn't realize that that was a weird thing to do until I started talking to someone like fairly recently. And they're like, what do you mean you don't listen to music on the subway? I was like, yeah, no, I just like, you just sit there. It's like, yeah, yeah, I do all the time. That's a, that's a shock. (laughs) What can I say? Well, uh, I'm going to make you listen to this podcast. So, (laughs) oh no, I'll be listening. (laughs) I I am going to listen. I didn't want to be swayed by other people's, uh, answers to some of your yeah. questions I wanted to no I love that yeah so, I like to keep I like to stay organized on my end and keep the guests on their toes because I feel like you get better content when you're not as like you know over prepared and stuff yes yes um yeah. well we start every episode with a question um and that question is what reality television made you realize the low brow was your brow um just so my so mine was uh Flavor of Love. Tiffany Pollard really brought me into the universe, obviously. She's an icon. Um, yeah, so that, that, that was mine. So I would love to hear what yours is, Sam. I guess I have like, I don't know. I feel like my, um, the way that I like rank reality TV shows in terms of like trash, there's like caviar trash, and yeah. then you go all the way down to absolute trash. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like Flavor of Love is caviar trash, in my opinion. <laughs> the, you and me alone, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, lo- I think it's a great, a great reality show. And I did watch it growing up. Um, I mean, I watched like Survivor and American Idol and all of that. Uh, America's, Next Top, uh, America's Next Top Model. Um, but I think the like lowest of the low was fairly, I mean, not fairly recently, but in 2014, I don't know if you saw it, but there was a dating show and it kind of is a good segue into uh, The Bachelorette, I guess. But there was a show, it was called I Want to Marry Harry. 
Have you heard of it? Harry Dubin? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) It was honestly the most insane reality TV show I've ever seen. It's like the same format as The Bachelor. It's a dating show. But they found a guy in London who like slightly resembles Prince Harry Uh and had like 15 uh, American girls come to this castle and they were like, oh, we can't tell you who he is, but he's very high profile. They never once mention his name. They just call him Sir. So all these girls are like speculating and they're like, oh my God, I think that's Prince Harry. I think that's really Prince Harry. They photoshopped all these pictures of him with like the royal family and put them all over the house. They had fake secret service. Um, It was a horrible, horrible show, but I couldn't stop watching it. it. He looks like him. He really does look like him. He kind of does. I mean, they live in the same universe. They have red hair. Okay, maybe that's all. (laughs) (laughs) But it was actually canceled after four episodes. It was that bad that they were like, we can't even air the rest of this. But they released the whole season on Hulu. So I just binge watched the entire thing. And it's, I highly recommend it. It's truly unbelievable that this was at one point or another, like a concept Oh, it, and it was on Fox. It was like on yeah. network. Yeah. Because I was thinking it was going to be like a Wii TV show or something. No, no, no. It was on Fox. Wait, wait. Say again why they canceled it after four episodes? Because it was so bad. That's crazy to it me. Was that, just but it just so, out. That's like, that is how trash it was, is that they were like, we actually can't air this. Oh my God. So if you have not seen it, you should watch it. It's- oh, I, I'm adding it to my list. Uh, have you ever, so, okay, so um, we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but I just, I feel like it's something that you would love. There's a show called uh, Bridal Plasty. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it, but I've, plastic surgery shows, I don't so, think, I can't. Oh, okay. Is they it, do it, plastic surgery on it? Okay, so the premise is, <laughs> Harry, Harry Dubrow uh, is, the, is the doctor on it. And this of is course pre- he is. No, 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 but this is pre-Heather on Housewives. Oh, it's old. Old. So supposedly when Heather Dubrow got on Housewives, Terry Dubrow was like the catalyst to get her on and like made her sign the contract. Like he is just like- Wow. It's rumor that he is just like fame hungry. And like- He just can't get enough. Yeah. So so but he was on TV first. So he essentially, there's like a host of the show. The host is, oh my God, I'm going to look it up while we're talking about this. But um, so essentially what happens is these, it's 10 women who want to- like they, they're vying for their dream wedding. Okay. And so the, like every week someone goes home, the eliminations are like a wedding reception and you have to pick the wedding reception table you want to sit at. And the girl with no one sitting at her table goes, <laughs> Oh my God. The winner of each week. So there's like a big challenge each week and the winner of each week um, gets a uh, plastic surgery, of their twin, a procedure. And so there is, in the house, it's like a bachelor house, man, it's a mansion. And on the first floor, there's like a medical wing. You get it done there? No, 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 they get it done offsite. But they have to, if you're getting like your tits done, like you have to be on bed rest. Like that's very like invasive surgery. Like these women are like literally in wheelchairs being pushed around the house competing in these things. Um, But they don't, they don't really show much of the surgery, but I feel like you would love it. I think it's on... It might be on Hulu. So I'm trying to look up to see who the host was because I couldn't remember. Reminds me of like the Swan. 
Oh no, she's no one. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, it was very similar to this one. I'm I'm sure it was like around the same time, but it is it's crazy. I highly suggest it if you need okay. something like it feels like in the same world as that. If they don't show the plastic surgery, then I'm fine with it. They don't. I mean, these women are like severely bruised up, like and like. Right, but so long as it's not like the actual surgery, um, I can do that. Um, worth a watch. Highly suggest it. So, um. A, cu- a couple more questions before we like start recapping Bachelor. I just wanted to ask you like in quarantine or whatever we're calling this that we're in now, 2020, I guess, what are the things, what's the reality that you're consuming? Like what, what are you loving right now? What's getting you through uh, your days? Strictly TV or just anything? Well, it could be anything, but I mean. Hmm, we, I mean, t- that's TV is, what, is why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> you're like weed. No, I'm like. <laughs> um, Reality, t- I am obsessed with The Masked Singer. Yes, you were, te- you were texting me about that. And now I, I've seen, I've popped in and out. So like I know a little bit. Obviously, I've seen the iconic Wendy Williams moment that happened last week. That was, I think, <laughs> well, I don't understand why they were like, oh yeah, you can speak during your song because it was a dead giveaway that it was Wendy Williams. Also, I love that she refused to stand in her costume. Oh yeah, she was like, I'm sitting. They just carried her out on a bench and then had like a chair for her when the judges were talking to her. Um, But yeah, it's honestly one of the craziest TV shows I've ever seen in my life from like the costumes that the backup dancers wear to like the costumes themselves and the people that are inside of them. Sarah Palin was on an episode. They get they have some gets on there. Like they like are getting people to do the show, which is shocking to me. I mean, like, I, I don't, Sarah Palin, I guess, is a get, but I just mean like, like who else? Like Candy, Patty Labelle, Patty Labelle. Um, wasn't Dionne Warwick on? Yeah, Dionne Warwick was on it. She was a mouse. She was like a little. Yeah, I saw like, that one. Fairy mouse. Um, Josiwa. <laughs> oh, I knew. That, I knew. Jojo Siwa was like a Shakespearean dinosaur. It was the weirdest. The, the costumes are very, very strange. Yeah. I want to know if they have any say in coming up with with what they are. Um, but yeah, definitely the mass singer. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Obviously, Housewives. I love. Mm-hmm. I love all the Housewife franchises. Our, what is? Because we're not going to touch. We're not going to recap much. We're not going to recap any Housewives today. But. Um, what are you, what are you thinking about Potomac this season? I mean, it's so good, but. I love Potomac. I've yeah. always loved Potomac. I feel like not many people watched it in the beginning or like people were kind of sleeping on it. And it is so good. It has like consistently been a fran like the, the Potomac franchise itself has been consistently good, always delivers. I love it. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's so good. I, I thought that. Um, did you, I'm trying to think of anything that was like a snooze this year. I mean, people said New York was a snooze, but I find New York always entertaining. I, Leah was a fabulous addition. I completely agree. Um, I, I think like you Ramona, would know Leah. My biggest problem I think with New York was just like how infuriating Ramona is. She's awful, but, and here she is another season. I, oh, yeah. yeah. I so, well, I, after they didn't get rid of her this season for like the season that they're filming now, I'm like, oh, you'll never get rid of her. They're never going to get rid of her. No, no, they won't, unfortunately. Like, I don't think she can do I don't think there's anything she could do to get them to take her off the show. Yeah. Oh, wait, this week, uh, Tom Girardi and uh, yes. Tom Erica and Jane yes, announced their, that, um, 
Yeah, getting divorced after 21 years. So yeah, for those that don't know, Erica Jane uh, and Tom Girardi of Aaron Brockovich fame. <laughs> Do we always, I feel like that doesn't get enough like airtime. No, that, it doesn't. Like, like the character in Aaron Brockovich, like the lawyer is Tom Girardi. It's Tom Girardi, yeah. <laughs> like it's crazy. Why is this, like, I wish it was like talked about more like on the show. I'm like, someone, dip, what, what, what's his name? He was nominated for an Oscar for it, it, it regardless. They're, <laughs> they're getting divorced, which is odd because I would just stay with him. He's about to die. <laughs> I don't I so I read do you follow I think it's Demois the gossip Instagram I don't but it's so funny you say that because I was listening to something today and they were talking about Demois and I've never I've never heard of them until today That's oh so you should that. absolutely follow it it is but I so heard good so what you're about to say is what I heard though is that supposedly Erica is dating is this what you're going to say there's like multiple uh, stories that have come in about their relationship. I heard that she rented a house in Hancock Park recently mm-hmm. um, and claimed that it was because uh, she wanted to be closer to all the other women while they were filming and that she wasn't going to stay there overnight. It was just for like office purposes and during the day. Um, but now everybody's like, really? Was it? Um, no, she has that place in WeHo too. Yeah. Um, that Tom has been seen with other women at like multiple functions, even over like the past two years. Um, lots of crazy stuff. I oh yeah. And that she, apparently she's like hooking up with some. A-lister, right? Yeah. I don't know who I could. I, that's the one thing about, which I do like is that they, um, uh, like blur out the names of the actual people who are involved in whatever it is. So we don't know who the person is, whoever runs the account does, but um, they kind of leave it up to everyone to speculate. Wasn't it not an actor? It's like a... It says someone in the business. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. What do you think? Who's like someone, like who do you... I I have no, I genuinely have no idea. Because she is a force. Oh yeah. I really think that like it would take... I don't mean this in any way. I just, I think it takes a very strong person to be with her. I think, I just think she's a, for, like, she's a strong woman, you know? Yeah. I can't see just some, like, little actor guy, like. Oh, I'm no. Kidding. You know, like, I can't <laughs> I, see, like, a. I love her. I love her, too. She's amazing. I, yeah. You know, And to be honest, Tom didn't go to the opening of well, Chicago. Yeah. So. And also, he didn't. Do you remember the re? So okay, so last reunion, she was talking about how Tom didn't go to the opening of Chicago, mm-hmm. and then the reunion before that—that's her storyline. That season was about her writing her book, and she told at the reunion she was like, "Tom has not read the book. I haven't sent the book to Tom." And it's like, your what? husband didn't read your book. Well, he might have read it now, but your husband didn't read your book or um, go to your Broadway show. I mean, opening night like that is such an icon. Which oh, by the way, I was at opening night. <gasps> wow yeah historic I haven't, I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet yeah um bradley and dan and i all and spencer all went to opening night yeah. oh i remember spencer posting about it and i think i dm'd him and was like tell me everything so she i i knew she was going to be better than everyone thought she was going to be and she really was like i mean the 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 hard part is that the dancing portions of it are difficult because she's standing next to people who have been in Chicago forever and really are dancers. So right. you can see when, like when she did, um, 
when she did Roxy, like she was amazing because she's just like being thrown around the stage and like yeah, she can do she can do the splits like she's like doing things. She's, but like when she did um, what's the number like the closing number with Velma? Um, and I don't know who played Velma. I don't remember her name, but she's been doing the show forever. Like seeing them dance together, it was like uh, like oh no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I. She sounded good too. Good. That's great. I yeah I I. Uh... I can't believe he didn't see it at all. Like opening night is like a huge thing to miss, number one, but to not go. Oh, and I met all. her. I'm also not even finishing this story. Wait, I met you her. met her? Yeah. The only Tom that was there was me and not Tom Girardi. There is a animal crawl scaling the walls behind you. I know. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we, so Bradley um, knew someone in the show. Okay. And so we went backstage and obviously we went backstage because we wanted to like see if we could find her. And we couldn't find her. We, we weren't like running around. I'm picturing, are you picturing like- I'm Bradley picturing you like doing like, 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 like I was thinking like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion like running through the halls. Yes, the- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Backstage. No, but um, we are on stage just talking with his friend and she just walks out like in <gasps> her coat and like she's about to leave, but she was just, like came out on the stage to say bye to the cast. And wow. we were like- I we all decided just like silently that we weren't going to like ask for a picture, but just like play it super cool. Right. So we were just like, we were just telling her that she, how great she, she was in the show and everything. And she, she was so kind and she, she's like my height. Like she's much smaller than I thought she really? would. Really? I would actually, I, that surprises me. I would think that she's like super, super tall. She, she might be a little taller. Than, I'm five, like eight, nine ish. She's probably five, nine. She, I thought that she no, was like. A little like, shorter than I thought. She feels like six feet tall. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for Um, sure. She was very kind. We just talked for a little bit. We didn't get a picture because we were just trying to like play it cool. Of course. Did she still have her like show makeup on? She had, uh, what's better? (laughs) Seeing them in the show. That's my favorite is when when you don't take your stage makeup off. Yeah. And you wear it out. I'm like, why not? (laughs) Yeah. She, the stage makeup wasn't psycho. I feel like in college there were shows where people would just like go to the bar next door after yes. the show and it's like... With blood on their face with something some insane. Of that off? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, honestly, the amount of makeup that they wear every day is probably the equivalent of stage makeup, so... Yeah, you're, you're right. It's no, it's no, uh, it's not much of a change for them. No. But I love it. It's fabulous. Um, but yeah, she was great in the show. Tom was not there and they are getting divorced, which I, I guess it's really not that surprising to me. I just kind of thought that they would just like, I kind of thought that they might just have an agreement and then like stay together like legally until he's, de- I mean, he's old. He is old. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, I was hopeful for them. I like really thought, he seems like I really thought that there was, you know that there was, there was something there, but I guess, I don't know. Who knows? No, I agree. He, I, I, somehow like when they're together, you, you kind of see it. Like you see the like, not chemistry, but like. Yeah. I feel like they are like a perfect match. At least that's the way they look on TV. I mean, he is not, not her dad. (laughs) 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 I mean, Erica doesn't, Erica famously has, daddy issues and you fall in love with an old man <laughs> there's something to be unpacked there for a professional and I'm not that but I, I just I gotta think that there's like yeah I don't know 
Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. That's I, something that appealed to me. Well, there was even like the whole thing where she doesn't wear a wedding ring. Yeah. Or he didn't want her to have a wedding ring or whatnot. He'd just buy her whatever piece of jewelry she wants for the rest of her life, which is like, okay. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what their arrangement is. I don't know what, what the deal is, but. So, something I think. It's for the best for both of them. Yes, I, com- I completely agree. Something I think about a lot is um, the similarities between Sonia's situation and Erica's because little, I feel like everyone kind of sleeps on the fact that Sonia. Oh my God. Sonia yeah, I- and Erica both were waitresses and met these older men at their respective places. And oh, also Sonia, so Sonia met Mr. Morgan, J.P. Morgan's son. Yes. Yes. R. <laughs> and <laughs> I think we forget how much older he is than her. I and recently, also, they weren't together that long. Sonia, really? How, how long were they together for? I actually don't know. I think like seven or eight years. That's it? Yeah. Because I just recently like Googled Sonia Morgan husband because I guess I had never seen a picture. And I was like. It's a shock. So shocked that he was considerably (laughs) older. I was like, that's not what I was picturing. I'm Googling their marriage. Yeah, seven years. What? She talks about it. You know how she's. She talks about like they were married for like 35 years. I know. It's like, there's no wonder Dorinda was like. You don't get to you don't get to act like Morgan <laughs> is your namesake like that. Like you don't have a crest. You just like were a waitress. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. god. Now she's got this big townhouse because of it. I know. Oh. I wonder what what she really you should, should Airbnb be. the townhouse. People would stay there. Just because it's Sonia's. Because it's Sonia's. Yeah, I was thinking that um they should just turn into like a housewives of New York museum. She would make more money off of it that she way. She absolutely would. I mean, I would go to opening day of that. Yeah. Oh, watch parties. Oh, yes. uh, like all we should let's consult her. I feel like she's super easy to get in touch with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like if we just, I bet you I could, by the end of this interview, I could loop her into the conversation. Like, I bet you, I could get probably her. Probably could. <laughs> I, uh, before cameo was a thing, I had a friend who, um, for her birthday, she's a huge Bravo fan. I emailed a ton of Bravo celebrities and was like, "Hi, can you please like say happy birthday to my friend?" Like I was one of those people. I kid you not. Two seconds after I pushed send to Sonia, she sent me a video back in her bathroom in a robe, like doing her makeup, and was like, "Hey!" I was like, "Oh." <gasps> Oh, I was like, that was very easy, and you were readily available for it. So thank you. But that's amazing. I've never makes I've me never think gotten it's, a cameo before. I am. Um, have you have you like met any of the New York ladies before? Um, have I? I re- I was on a plane with Jules Weinstein once. Oh my god! Wait, I have a story about Jules. Okay. I um okay. So my friend and I were at brunch. And um, we were heading home from brunch and in the Flatiron area where she lived. Uh-huh. And um, we were walking by uh, an urgent care. And Jules was laying like spread out on like two like seats on the urgent care, like having a panic attack. Oh my and God. I'm, like, I'm like, that's Jules. Like that is Jules. Like I could see her very clearly. And her husband at the time, Michael, I, be- I believe that was his name, um, was checking her in so we did like a lap around and i was like can i just do a lap around the block and just like walk back by and you just just like see if this is her definitely her 
the next morning was when the news broke that Michael had been sleeping with the maid. Oh my God. She was like being checked in because she had a panic attack about the divorce. About finding out about the affair, yeah. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Gosh, I think her parents live in Boca, yeah. um, which is where I grew up. So I actually have seen, um, I was in line behind um, Aviva at the airport once too. No. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. In, uh, in line for leg, TSA. Which leg did she have on that day? <laughs> I don't know, but I remember I was like trying to figure out what was going on and she, I can't remember what happened, but I saw her leg and I was like, it can't be. And I was like, oh my God, it is. It's Aviva Drescher. It was crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. So the funny, I, I, I forgot that you were from Boca, but um, there's been a lot of talk like in the past about them doing a real housewives of Boca. And I feel like that would be a hit. Which would flourish to be honest. It's um, it's definitely housewife worthy, in my opinion. They go to Boca on right. the show, and then like Siggy, Siggy Flicker lives out there too. The, huh? So, yeah, well, that we said the same thing. Siggy Flicker lives out there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where the whole like cake fiasco happened. Oh. Cool. Um, on Jersey, it was in Boca. Yeah. Um, and I think someone else lives in Del Rey. Uh, but and also, I mean. I spent a lot of time in Palm Beach too, and that's clearly, you know, a playground for many, many housewives. Uh, oh, and a rest remember, as well. Yes. yes. <laughs> I remember waking up like the day before Christmas and seeing that Luann had been arrested a mere, you know, 30 minutes away from where I live. I was like, oh my God. I remember the day before Christmas, you mean Christmas Eve? Or was Christmas Eve? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that Christmas Eve very vividly as well, waking up on Christmas Eve and being like, this is a Christmas. This is the Christmas present I never knew I wanted. Crazy. I think that's, I think those are my only housewife run-ins. I don't have, I don't have many. Um, but the ones that I do have, I treasure. I just feel like you and Leah could be friends. I said that earlier, but oh, like, I wish. you guys feel like run in the same, same world. I do really like her. Yeah, she's great. Um, well, we unfortunately aren't recapping Housewives today, so we're gonna no. take <laughs> we're gonna take a little break. You're welcome <laughs> to the listener for that wonderful deep dive into Housewives for a second there. Um, we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and we'll be back with our recap of the Bachelorette. Talk to you guys in one second. Okay, hi, and we are back. That was such a nice break, right? Very nice. Extensive. <laughs> um, so before we get to the recap of The Bachelorette, I feel like you have some things you'd like to share about The Bachelor franchise. Oh, gosh. I have, uh, you know, I'm going to complain about it, but I did it to myself. So yeah. there's that. Um, I have very strange ties to The Bachelor franchise. Um, I kind of pulled a prank that turned into a, a monster really and it still to this day follows me around um back when becca was the bachelorette like an overwhelming amount of people told me that we look so much alike which very similar i was like oh okay um so i was actually getting on a flight to come back to new york 
it was delayed. And for whatever reason, I was like, I'm going to Photoshop my face on Becca's bachelorette promo pictures and post it on Instagram. And so I posted it and I was like, oh my God, like, let's do the damn thing. Like, I'm going to be on The Bachelor. And I got on the plane. My phone was off. When I landed, I kid you not, I have like 55 text messages from people who I haven't spoken to in years who like got my number through other friends, people I like went to kindergarten with. And they were like, oh my God, we're so excited. I can't believe you're going to be on The Bachelor. My like grandma was texting me. It turned into this whole thing. I was like, I am not going to be on The Bachelor. But I also kind of didn't have the heart to, you know, tell everyone that it was a big joke. Um, I mean, obviously, I feel like most people figured it out, but I got contacted by a producer who was like, we want to have a meeting with you. We're casting. Um, I was like, I don't know if I can do that. I, I did like a bunch of research. I wanted to see like what it was like, like what would it make a good story? Like if I went, like would I, re- would I regret not going? Um, well, I didn't end up going because I just, I, I, I could not yeah. do it. I think that was the right choice. I think so too. Um, but it's, it got so out of hand that even after the, um, the premiere of The Bachelor came on of the season that I was on, um my local radio station was like oh the bachelorette premiered last night um actually my friend was listening to the radio and freaked out calling me and she's like they're talking about you on the radio here i was like what do you mean they're talking about me that's and crazy. she sent it to me and they're like oh and we've got uh we've got a local girl on the show samantha from uh del rey and i was like who who called them who relayed that information because it's absolutely false there was no one named samantha on the premiere the night before um and then at my 10-year high school reunion um all anyone wanted to talk to me about was my experience on the bachelor i was like i wasn't on the bachelor oh my god that is that is crazy some guy some guy was like you he's like you would be on the bachelor like i would believe that i was like what does that that to me (laughs) and he was like no it's not i was like so good to see you. Thank you so much. Oh my God. My high school reunion, my 10 year high school reunion was last year and I didn't get invited. <laughs> what? I went home. I went home a week after that, like unintentionally. And my friend was like, my friend who was in the class above me was like, wait, like, why are you here this weekend? Like, why weren't you here last week? And that's when your reunion was. You were like- I was like, no one told me. <laughs> That's high school for you, though. I know. I was, like, brought back to the trauma of high school in that moment. Honestly, you didn't. I'm telling you now, you didn't miss anything. I wouldn't have gone. I think I stayed for 15 <laughs> minutes, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. No. I, and, and, and an invite would have been nice, but, you That's know. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't know that The Bachelor would be a good place for you. I think you're, you're just smarter than it. And it's just, I don't think you could, I don't know that you would uh, handle the women very well. Like, I'm not saying you would start fights. I just think you'd be like, I don't want to be here. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'd be the person who's like, I just met you. I'm not, no, I'm not in love with you. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to get engaged at the end of this. 
I just, I can't buy into that. It's so insane. Yeah, it's great. They also probably would have made me look like a really interesting character. Um, they probably, I don't know what they would have made my occupation. Uh, yeah, what would you describe your job as? Like they, I, they would have been like, she has hairless cats and she puts Meryl Streep on food. <laughs> so I don't think it would have worked out well in my favor. Although what's, um, what was her name with the, who brought the taxidermy animals with her, but actually turned oh, out to be really smart and. I really liked her. And great. I liked her on Paradise. I, I, yeah. I, so I'm, I, I'm not like the biggest Bachelor historian, but I. Neither am I. Great. Love it. I started watching Ben Higgins season. That was the first oh, one. Oh my God. Same. Wow. That was the first one. Yep, I yep. feel like that was a lot of people's first ones. He was very popular. I liked that season. I thought it was fun. Yeah. It's, one of, the, here it's watching, one of the so. seasons that I actually watched in, in, it's in, like, in its entirety. I usually stop watching like when it gets down to like six, five, five contestants. We are on the same page on this because I love the first half when yeah. I when there's so many people and there's drama and mess and don't like the second half. But I feel like really true like Bachelor Nation fans, they're like, like I've had some people on the podcast to talk about this season. Yeah. And they're like, oh, the first episode and the second always suck. I'm like, no, that's like my the best. favorite. Like when they're all just like, like drinking too much and like trying to like get in butt into like I just think they're in the group days I think you're so ridiculous and fun I I always like the beginning I agree I'm with you there um so this week is our like big it's kind of it's we essentially finished a season of the bachelorette this week in four weeks <laughs> I will say every every year they're always like the most dramatic season ever. And you're like, this has happened multiple times. So I don't know why we're acting like this is the first time someone's changed their mind about who they've chosen or they didn't like anybody. Um, so I will give it to them that this is truly a first. No. At least I think it is. Yeah. Oh, hi, Kitty. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a first. It, I, I, going into this episode, I just thought what was going to happen was that the two of them were going to like, just have a conversation that they love each other and then they just go home and then we would get Tasha's like intro. But oh, instead oh, what they did was they like did essentially like the season of the bachelor in like, the how, like yeah. yeah. Wait, like within in 45 minutes an hour. Um, so the, so I have some notes here, so I'm going to like walk through, walk us through. I the also episode. took notes. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Great. So um, I'll just kind of walk us through the episode and we'll just like talk about all the bad shit things that happen. Um, so essentially the episode starts with uh, Chris coming in to sit down with Claire and just be like, um, this isn't working. And I, could, I, I think he was like actually mad. Like, I was going to say he is doing, you can tell that like he is fuming and is trying his best to not completely lose his shit. Yeah. I, I think he's so mad. No, so mad. I also think that, when they were sitting next to each other, I was like, oh my God, two people are in the same age bracket. Like, why are they not dating? <laughs> she has to like talk to all these like children and I'm like, they were sitting next to each other and I was like, you guys should just like try. Just, you know, give it a shot, spin off. He, yeah, he, I could tell he was mad because he was like cursing. I feel like he never like, like says bleeped words and he's like, he yeah. was like, this shit is a mess. And she was very, very, uh, taken aback by it. We've said that we, on this podcast, we've said that we think that Claire is 
like the best actress at your community theater. Like, oh, wow. Like, I'm, but like I'm saying, like, she might just not amount to anything after that, but like in like the community theater. <laughs> I mean, here I am starting a podcast about, I'm not a pot kettle black, I get it. But like, she just like has that like actress, like persona to me, but not like quality. Like, like she takes the craft very seriously. Interesting. Like she's like fully like in method, like method acting at like when she's like, like in like, all shook up. <laughs> oh my God. Is Spencer who came up with this? No, this is pre-Spencer. Oh, wow. I blew Spencer's mind with this. I know it sounds like a Spencer thought. It does right? sound very Spencer, yes. Yeah, but um, yeah, I was just thinking that. We um, text each other about um, what cast members, what track they would play in different musicals. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Bachelor game. That's amazing. Um, who, what track would Claire play, do you think? Ooh, I'll have to think about it. You put me on the spot. We'll, Spencer would have an We'll come back to it. Um, but uh, she really tells the whole story about like them, like not meeting, but like her stalking him, which I, I, you look like you didn't believe it. I actually believed it. No? Well, okay. I think that obviously being in quarantine, perhaps just looking at social media, you know, being by yourself and whatnot, that you could kind of like invent this sort of fantasy based off of somebody's, you know, social presence. And uh, I can see how that happened. Also, she did mention in the first episode, she did confront the one guy who did break the rules and reach out to her. Um, So if she was willing to say that, maybe she would have been willing to say that about Dale as well. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I, I just think it's, I kind of think it's true. I am a psychopath when it comes to dating. And like <laughs> when she was saying, when she was saying how she was like, <laughs> she was like, I just saw the photo and he posted a photo. What was it? It was, he posted a photo on the day of the anniversary of his mom's death. Right. And how did that connect back to her? I don't know. It was something about Mother's Day. I think it was that it was posted on Mother's Day. Uh, And she was, she's struggling with, with her mom. And I don't know. She just was like. Oh, right. Because her mom is in, her mom has dementia and his mom is, has passed. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I feel like she's like, she's like connecting dots like A to Z to make it like about like her. And uh, I've done that 5,000 times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like there's been so many times on Tinder where I'm like, wait, but like that picture is like in front of that place where I had dinner one time, which that just must mean that like we're supposed to be like together. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I'm i a little psycho. I can, I can definitely see that, that being the case. I don't necessarily think that she was lying, but I'm very curious at the tell-all because Chris, it seems like Chris Harrison is really pushing the question again and again and again. Yeah. I, think he, I don't think he believes her. No, I I don't know. Like, it, it really is such a weird situation where, like, she got to see all these guys and so she could really just, like, yeah. dive into, like, who they are. So it's... it's Because, it, yeah, I guess they don't, they don't typically have that advantage, do they? No, they don't. They typically don't know any of them. They just, they, they just start. They just show up. But they, I think... My understanding is that they, because she said something that was interesting. She said, like, we had to stop filming. So I think that yeah, she, I was like, what? did you catch that? 
Yes, I did. I think, I think they pre. I think they filmed like her stuff, like you know, like when they do the montages of her, like at home and like right, right. Her so I think story. They did that. I think I think they like were probably. I bet you they did some shots at the Bachelor Mansion, like like ad stuff and. I bet you, I feel like they were like a week away from the guys getting there when they shut production down because then they like to keep on like the bachelor's social media. They like posted all the guys like after they shut it down. I see. You could see. And a lot of those guys actually weren't the guys that were on the show. They like recasted like half of them. Really? I think some of them didn't want to do it because of the quarantine and all that stuff. Fair enough. But Dale was one of those guys that stayed. And so, I, I mean, I get... I mean, he's Dale is hot. Like I get it's beautiful. I get like sitting alone in quarantine and just being like, "That's my husband." Yeah, <laughs> you know. I did think when he first got out of the limo and she was like, "I think I just met my husband." I was like, "That is not very discreet." If like you did, if you did speak to him before this, right? That was an interesting choice, but I know it's it's weird. We we might never we may never know. We may never know, and that's uh, okay. I heard a rumor that they're not together anymore. Yeah. I heard he's dating here in New York. But she also was seen with an engagement ring on. Did you see that? Yeah, but I think they're like contractually obligated to like stay together for X amount of months after the show is over. Um, So, I mean, they posted the engagement photo and made like the announcement on Instagram last night. Uh, So I think it's like all just for appearances i can't imagine being on a date with dale and he posted a photo of his engagement engaged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah doesn't really yeah, make yeah, sense no, um no. well chris harrison is like we need to like wrap this up and so yeah. um they're not doing the date that night and so what happens is claire and dale go on like this date um and I, she is so, I, I know she's annoying, but she is stunning. I think her body is beautiful. Well, she's, they're, they're both, I mean, they are a gorgeous couple. Yeah. That dress, I was like, like oh. The red dress? I was like, she's pulling out all the stops for her. I mean, she fully, yeah, yeah, she fully like looked like Jessica Rabbit. She was beautiful. Yeah. Um, so they go on this date and they just have all this like deep, deep conversations about their families and all this stuff. And what did you, do you think that he was on her page or no like when she's confessing her love to him what do you think you know I am kind of embarrassed to admit this but like I watching it I like kind of got wrapped up in it like yeah yeah, I know what you mean nation got me like I I was like oh wow like this is I think I appreciated how like communicative they were like they really were I feel like they were having like good conversation um but then I keep having to remind myself like you've known this person for like 72 hours this is technically your first date that you've been on yeah they've never had a one-on-one on the show yet never so I was like oh wait wait I have to like bring reel it in like bring myself back down to like the reality of the situation But also her saying that like, you know, her dad proposed to her mom after meeting her once and they were married for 40 years. You know, I'm like, I can see, I can see that influencing, you know, her uh, and, uh, you know, moving so fast. Yeah. Do you believe in love at first sight? I'm, I actively like don't, like, I think that there's so many things you learn about people. No. Yeah. I don't think so. 
I mean, they're not together anymore. No, I know, but the the mom and dad story, <laughs> the mom and dad story is really really sweet. Oh, the parents, the parents. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's super. That's. I'm. I. I don't know. I mean, obviously, it happens. Whether or not, like, yeah. they live, the marriage has been perfect, and they're super happy. Who knows? But for anyone, uh, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I. I know it's, it's not gonna happen to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you haven't The Bachelor yet, Sam. Well, that's also true. <laughs> I'm picturing you like trashing The Bachelor, and then you actually getting on and you falling in love immediately with yeah. me. <laughs> um, the date, the date is sweet. I kind of thought that he was like when she said she keeps saying this phrase that I find so confusing. She's saying, "I'm so falling in love with you." I didn't notice that. I have a count of how many times she said "show up." Oh, oh, how many? Well, I don't actually have a count, but <laughs> but in my mind, there are... It's a lot. I mean, I would say 20 plus. She did, I did count in this episode. She says it three times. Yeah, I... Yeah. That's, that's like in the Bachelor world of Is it? phrases. I feel I like... I don't know why for her, I was like, oh, that's... I feel like it's in the same vocabulary as like right reasons, sort of. Yeah, the journey, all that, the, the process. Journey, the process, absolutely. Um... Yeah, so I just kind of thought, I was just kind of like, I don't know, when she was saying that she's so falling in love with him, Dale looked like panic. It, yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. But then he, I mean, spoiler, he proposes like five minutes later, which is, which is a shock. Um, Also, other shock is that it was not a country musician performing Okay. The date. <laughs> uh, a, a shock. And wait, I I was so obsessed last season of The Bachelor with the um with the artist of like the band. It was oh, the, the ex boyfriend. Victoria yeah. F. Oh my god, so freaking funny. Yes. <laughs> that really got me. Um no, but that couple, that's the couple that won um the Oh yeah, cross cross promotion. Yeah. That what's what was the show called? Listen to your heart or something? Yeah. I, I couldn't get through that show. I didn't even bother watching it to be honest, but <laughs> I started. So I saw the trailer and I was like, "This is not for me." It was in the Tiger King part of quarantine, like that's yeah, when that yeah. show came out. So like, I was just I was just looking for media to consume because I was like had nothing to do. Right. So and it was it, I don't know about you, but I found why I found Housewives so comforting in this time is it's like a schedule. Like we can't binge it. Like every right. week we have like. Sunday nights are Potomac. Wednesday nights were um, New York. I mean, Beverly Hills. Thursday nights were New York. Like it, it made the weeks like go by when you were like losing your mind. Yes. Also, they so, were replaying seasons from the beginning, like yes. throughout the week. So it was just right. It just made the time go by so fast. So I was, I'm, I was so excited to have a show, have a show on. I think it was on like Monday nights, but the. So for those that don't know, they did this, it was like The Bachelor in Paradise, sort of, where they put all these people in a like, house, and but they're all musicians. And so the first half of the show was just like Bachelor in Paradise, where they paired off. But then the second half of the show was like, that's where I, they lost me. They, they like, <laughs> were performing for like, for like Gwen Stefani and people. Like, <laughs> what? They like performed after they finally coupled up. Okay. The first half was about coupling up. The second half became a music competition, which I just, once again, do not understand. It didn't make sense. And then- I thought it was a music competition the whole time, but also like you have to fall in love. The first, they didn't, they sang nothing in the beginning. (laughs) 
it was just like Bachelor in Paradise. And then, but I mean, Weird. every once in a while they would like grab a guitar and sing a song. And there's nothing that makes me more like uncomfortable than someone who carries an instrument around. I was just going to say, House Full of Musicians, you lost me. <laughs> you lost me there. Like, guys, if no. you carry a ukulele around, don't come, a knock, don't come a knocking on my door. Because <laughs> I don't want to hear you sing. Um, <laughs> but anyways, the winners of that show was this couple, and that was the couple that that's was singing. Who, that's what I assumed was, you know. Yeah. It was very um, windy, though. Was that them actually singing? <laughs> I don't know. They might, they might. I was like, the audio would not be yeah, they might clear. It. But who knows? Also, can you imagine, say you and I were in love and were a singing couple, and they asked us to go on to, and sing for um, the, the Bachelor, and we know yeah. nothing about anything. Like, there's no rumors. And we get there, and we're, we're singing our song, and the couple walks out, and they are like, <laughs> they are going at they were yeah no i don't know how i like i would have just my i would just had like dead eyes just like staring like what is happening like there was a moment where he had her back she was turned around and he was like holding her from behind and like kissing her it's like a it's like a sex position like like he was like coming at her from behind while kissing her and rubbing her butt. I'm like, this is a lot (laughs) it it was it was a very private moment for uh but uh, I guess, you know, I mean, even then it escalated. They were like making out at the table too. Yeah. Like they it, full on. And then it suddenly went from dancing to being in her bedroom, oh, okay. which I cannot imagine like laying on a bed with someone and a cameraman being like. Me neither. Right I, up in there. There's so many moments on like 90 Day Fiance where like they, do you watch 90 Day? You do? I do. I want to like I want to cover 90 Day in some way, but there's no really good. I'm not watching the current, the other way because it got too serious for me. It just is like not fun anymore. Yeah. Like I need Angela. I need some like crazy. Yes. Crazy. Yes. <laughs> or the beekeeper. Remember the beekeepers? I have seen a handful of seasons. I'm yeah. not caught up. It's okay. uh, I encourage you to watch Darcy and Stacy. Have you? Are you familiar with that spinoff? No. So Darcy was the one that was with Tom, and then she was also with the she was with this young guy from, um, like the British guy. Yeah, well, yeah, that was the second guy. Yes, the British okay, guy. Okay, yeah, I know who you're talking so Darcy, about. Darcy, she looks like a Kardashian yes. like knockoff. Um, yes. and her and her twin sister had a show. Oh, amazing! And it's worth a watch. That's that's all I'll say. We've talked okay. about it on here before, but yeah. Um, no, so you, they they go back to the room and they're like, you know almost having sex with a cameraman standing in the room, which is once again, yeah. like you said, so uncomfortable. Yes. Um, and then they wake up the next morning and they definitely did it. 100%. I wonder how it was. <laughs> I'm from, I mean, it sounds like she, like it was great. I feel like she like knows how to throw She down. was beaming. She was beaming, but I feel like she can like get a little freaky. She can also turn it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think she knows what she's doing. I mean, she's, she's 39. The two way street. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what, what, what was, oh, so then they make Dale just go back to the house, which I thought was so weird. Right. Also, these guys have just been like in this living room for like, (laughs) you just are not letting them go anywhere. They're in the same exact living room, same exact spot, just waiting. 
you know the meme of of Titanic where she's like dropping the she's like it's been eighty four years. Yes, yes, that's badass. <laughs> Collectively, right, right. That's what it feels like. And they can't have phones. Like, what are they doing? I have no idea. They're just stranded. they're playing guitar. Someone brought one. You know, oh, they I'm, did. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so um, they go back to the house and then they have this essentially Claire. Well, okay, Chris Harrison comes to Claire and he's like, you're going to have to, do you want Dale to propose to you? And she's like, I do. And so that has to happen. And Still fuming though. Yes. Still fuming. I, it's very much like we played by your rules. Now we're going to play by mine. Which is it. Like they've known, how long do you think that they've known each other? Like how, I know that we're episode I can't four. figure out. 10 days. Yeah. I think it was less than two weeks. So, so I don't know if, you know this, but on Bachelor in Paradise, they film Bachelor in Paradise. Are you ready for it? Do you know how long they film that show? Or mm-hmm. I shouldn't say how long. I'm scared. They film, I read it, it was like 17 days. What? It's a, it's a shock. They don't, they're not there for a month when they film Bachelor in Paradise. Like, that's how quick, like, think about, like, how quick those couples turn around. It's like, and they get engaged. Do they just bring new people in every day? Yeah, I think, I think what we see, you know how it's like two hours of content? I think we're seeing a lot of the day. Like, yeah, like it is actually. There's not a lot on the cutting room floor. Oh my God. It's. Yeah. But here's, here's the thing about these shows though. I say this, I, I really do get how they fall in love because like they have nothing to do. Like, I mean, yeah, of course. Think about one person. So like I, I could probably manifest love for someone that I didn't actually know that well. And they're like, do you want a drink? Like you have nothing to do? Yeah. So um, Chris Harrison is like telling Dale that he has to propose and- Well, I was screaming because she's like, well, what's next? And he was like, well, a proposal. Yeah. It's like, I I was was like, a date two? (laughs) (laughs) They've spent like two 45 minute dates together and now proposal. Yeah, I it's it's really really crazy, and so she has to tell the guys that what's happening, and they don't handle it very well. Also, it's a proposal tonight. Yeah, it's immediate. Yes, it's happening right now. Yeah. So he's like, before Dale proposes, you have to break up with everyone. So she goes <laughs> to the living room and breaks up with all these guys. I there are some guys. There's still some guys in the group that I'm like, two things. There's some guys in the group. I know that exactly I what you're gonna and yeah, then there's I, also some guys in the group that I think would be better fit for her. Yeah, absolutely. Every time they show the guys, I'm like, there are five people that I've never seen before in this room. Yeah. I really wonder who is going to, it's it kind of interesting. I wonder like who's going to be like the stars of this next portion of the season. Cause it might be completely different. Like, that I have, Blake, who's I have been, thoughts about that too. Okay. Well go, go, go. I, well, there are some of the guys I think definitely should have gone home when they're like, you know, given the choice to stay or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, it, it'll come later. I, okay, I, you know, why don't we finish the Dale portion of it then yes, maybe? Yes. So what happens is they, like they do like what they, what happens at the end of the show. So Claire is like standing at this like place and Dale comes in and then that's when he gets to choose whether he's going to propose to her or not. And he does. And Chris Harrison tried to like make it seem like he wasn't going to. <laughs> I, uh, he like walked out. He's like, "Do you have time to talk?" I, and she's like, "Yeah." Isn't that when she's like sobbing in her room? 
Uh, yeah, well, that too. But then, like, so scared. Yeah, I would be scared too. Also, I, I've never seen so many producers on a season of. I was like, does she have friends there with her this whole time? But then I was like, oh no, those are producers. I think that's like a trope that's happening on all shows because we're getting that on Housewives now. There are producers yeah. like in the show. Right. I, I do not watch Kardashians, but I've heard that in the like the last couple seasons of Kardashians, they bring in the show aspect of it, like where they talk yeah, yeah. about production, they talk about producers, they talk about things like that. Right. I feel like that's like a trend in reality right now. Like Potomac, the producers are very involved. Yes, yes. So I feel like that's, yeah, that's kind of like happening across the board. I also, I don't really like a lot of the guys who are on this season. Like when she breaks up with them, some of them are so mean. So mean. I'm like, you, like you realize not everybody's going to win. It this, I mean- Right. The game is over. This is how it works. It just happened really, really fast. Right. And what I find so funny is they're like, we wasted our time here for you. I'm like, bitch, I would have killed to sit in a resort during quarantine. I was trapped in this. I was in Long Island. This room I'm in right now is where I've been for the past year. So like, I don't really feel that bad for you that you got to like swim and like. A free vacation. Yeah. And like you made new friends. Yeah. I, I just don't feel bad for you. And also how they're like, we had so much. Like, I can't believe that, like, you're going to throw it all away. I was like, she's been on two one-on-one dates. Yeah. Two. But Kenny, the boy band manager, I can't with him. He carries an instrument around. I, he fully does. Yeah. I, <laughs> I've, I've actually finally realized today that his occupation is boy band manager. And I was like, of course it is. So apparently he manages a boy band cover band. Of course he does. <laughs> Which also, <laughs> where is the money in that? I don't I, know. <laughs> Are they doing like the bar mitzvah circuit? Like what's the... <laughs> I, I think he's absolutely dreadful. Yeah, so um, the proposal happens and then the boys get the option of leaving. Well, Chris Harrison comes in and he's like, we have an option. You can stay and your journey can continue here on The Bachelorette. And they're like, what? Or you can leave. And none of them left. I was shocked that none of them left. Me too. Especially that Jason guy. He was so- He was really torn up. But also, shame on the producers for like making his one-on-one date a full-on therapy session. (laughs) It was the most awkward one-on-one date. Wait, that date made me laugh so hard when- she brought out her dress and burned the dress. Oh, or when they're reading like their like bad qualities and she just goes, I'm a bitch. Uh, you and I are so similar. We, I, was, I, I literally wrote that note down on that episode. I because screamed. It, like, <laughs> that's the like delivery. That was the community theater actress coming out. There she was. Yes, that was one of the times when I was like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> this poor guy, Jason, though, he's like, I've literally never told a girl anything about myself and now was, she's gone. horrible. Yeah, he's gonna. I have, do feel for him. I. They really did kind of do him dirty. Needs to learn to be a little more open. I think though. I yeah. I mean, he should have gone home. I think the wildlife manager Blake should have gone home. He's also oh, a doozy. Yeah, he needs. Uh, I think he he needs he needed to take a break. It's hard when like. It's crazy to me when we watch these shows and they're like, these people are my age. It just doesn't feel like they're in the same world as us. No, you know what I mean? Not at all. And he's 29. Like, I'm 29. And I'm like, I don't see how you and I share anything in common in no. our life's journey. Not at all. You know? Um, wait, so who, so all of them stay, but who do you think, so who, is there anyone else that you, out of the boys that you are loving, not liking, all that? 
Um, honestly, they've been spending so much time focusing on all of the like people I don't like that I really don't even know much about any of the other guys. I really like the guy Zach C. He's um he's like kind of scrawny. Oh yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. I okay. think they're they've been giving him a lot of airtime. I think that he I think that he might be um like a front runner for Tasha. Because they've been showing they've been showing interviews with him a lot in the past like two episodes. Wait, I know this isn't this episode, but what were your thoughts on that awful date with the kids <gasps> and the pedicure and the <laughs> Oh my god. I have a lot of thoughts about that. Whoa. He, Whoa. First of all, the pedicure, she could not be like less interested in anything that was happening. Oh my god, um, no. And then when she like went in for the, it, there was a lot, there were many, many problems, but she like goes in for the kiss. She obviously doesn't want to kiss him. So she stops and then like says that he didn't want to kiss her. So then he chases her out of the pool and grabs her, but he like fully grabbed her by the neck. He did. I think that he was like trying to lean in. I think, I think he was like, Oh, I think you want forceful. So I'll give you that. But then it just but went like on what planet? Oh, that's such a sensitive part of your body. Like no one wants like, like no one wants to be. Yeah. So then she really what was so cringy was her being like, "It's fine. Come on. No, nothing's wrong. Like let's go." And then she went and sobbed with her dogs. And like, then she oh, cried. Cool. And then I <laughs> love with the, her dogs. Yes. <laughs> I love that the producers made him get dressed for dinner and sit at that table, full well knowing she was not showing up. He was so rude. So rude. They, they, yeah. But the big problem was that he was like, he didn't understand that part of the problem was him grabbing her. He was just like, oh no, there was, it was just a miscommunication. I don't, I wanted to kiss her. So I don't understand why she wants me to go home now when it's like, it's more than that, unfortunately. So it wasn't great. Um, yeah, not great. But, um, we get back to, back to this episode because it's like wrapping up. So we get, I'm, were you mad that we didn't get like the first, I thought we would get more Tasha. She just showed up at the last second. I, when it said to be continued, I screamed. And I, yeah, same. I love Tasha. I think she, she looks incredible. She looks like, like what she's wearing, like a gown version of that. Um, because she looks uh, like Jennifer Lopez Versace yeah. Grammys moment. Doesn't it look like the, the um, survivor Coachella, you know, in Coachella, like in Baychella when they, when Destiny's Child get back, gets back together oh, and they're yeah. in that like beaded camo. It like yes. looks like that. It's stunning. And the cut, it's like so low cut in the back. She looks, yeah, she looks gorgeous. I, I'm so excited for her. I was just bummed because I wanted to get like that, the first interactions and everything like well, yeah. in this episode. But I mean, it'll be next week. I'm like disappointed too that she, like it's not fair that she was robbed of like being able to do the limo thing, being able to, um, like do the whole first impression. I, I feel like that's not going to happen. She literally just walks into a living room where they're all sitting and she's like, Hey guys. Yeah. That's, I wish that they would, they would make them reenter. Like yeah, make they, men go get in a limo or just line up and then like slowly meet her. Right. I, and I think all those guys say they signed up for it because Claire was the bachelorette. Um, that's not fair. Yeah, I know. I, I do feel bad. They for should her. all be there for her. I don't know. I mean, if they, it sounds like in the preview for next week that they're potentially going to get rid of some of the guys and bring in new ones. You think they'll bring in new? 
don't know because then they have to quarantine and do all of that. I'm, I'm not sure. But I thought it was insane for them to be like, what if I'm not attracted to her? What if I, I'm like, I mean, mind? we should say something that everyone's thinking. I, I'm positive there's going to be some territory that is not like some content that's not so great regarding her race. I'm just like worried that like one of these guys would be like, oh, I've never dated a black girl before. And it's like, Oh, uh, what? Like, yeah, I, but that's Bachelor Nation for you. Do you not just feel that coming on? Like, no, it's I'm just, yeah. I'm just nervous for like that guy Jason, who's like grew up in Long Island. Like, I'm like, oh no, like, yeah. What, what is your reaction gonna be when Tasha is uh, ten? She literally took my breath away when she stepped out of that car. Yeah, I'm excited. She looks amazing. Wasn't um, she? She was on Bachelor in Paradise with um JPJ. I really liked them together. I yeah. I said, wait, did I say it? Was that to you last night that I said that I want JPJ to come back? No. Wait, who did I say that to? I was DM. I was like frantic on the DMs last night when I was talking about Bachelor with people. But um, I want JPJ to come back like Tiffany Pollard comes back in Flavor of Love, like <laughs> to like read the house. I'm like, can JPJ just come back and like hang out with the boys? I love him. He's so weird. So weird. That's who I would be into. I could see you guys together. I, I don't know. He's just so strange that I I feel like I'd be very drawn to that. Oh, I really, I like really get the two of you together. I'm like seeing it. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're blushing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, any final thoughts on Bachelorette before we wrap up? I mean, they like got engaged. I, and then they're like, We've been together for four days. We're making salad. He was like, what's in the salad, babe? She goes, a little bit of romaine. He's like, just romaine. <laughs> Yuck. You're eating lettuce. Okay. Um, and it's them like playing in the pool and whatnot. Uh, I don't know. But now apparently he's dating other people. They're not together, yeah. which makes me feel bad for her. But really, I mean, going into uh, the show, you have to know that like, not this isn't probably isn't going to work out. Well, not even just going to the show. She should have just spent more time with them. Well, yeah, that too. You know, I mean, I don't feel that bad. But also she, this is, I think, her third engagement. Or like... And I didn't realize how many Bachelor, like, spinoffs she's been on. So something weird on... So I didn't watch it, but they did a... During the Winter Olympics slash last Winter Olympics, they did the yes. Winter Games. I did not yes. watch Winter Games, but... She was on that. She was on that and she got engaged on the show. But when they did the, like... Oh my God, she did? Yes, you got engaged. And I don't know his name, but because I once again I didn't watch it. But um when they did the like when the season started and they were like, This is who Claire is, and they were like going through her history on the mm-hmm. show, they wouldn't show the they'd never talk about the fact that she was engaged before uh, from the show. Like they don't bring it up. Weird. Yeah, because she was on so she was on Bachelor. She was on yeah. um Paradise Winter Game and this. I think yeah. she might have been on Paradise twice. Wow. I think she was on Paradise season one and then came in season two, but left early because she didn't find anyone. Okay. Um, yeah, she's, I mean, she's no stranger. To, uh, to the camera. No stranger to the franchise. So that's, uh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, we're going to take one more break and then we have a, one more final segment before we head out. Um, yeah. So that break will be right now. I'll talk to you guys in one second. <laughs> 
Okay, and we are back with our final segment. Uh, we like to wrap up the pod here on Dumpster Dive with a little dialogue about uh, if we think each other would be good on reality television. Um, so I'll start it and I'll save my thoughts about you and then we can end oh on God. you um, okay. telling me everything you hate about me. <laughs> no! <laughs> I haven't had, I still, I'm still waiting for the person to be like, I think you'd be awful. So like, if, you, if, you, if you're that person, I, I would love it for no. You're not going to do that? Okay, well, I don't, no. I don't want to spoil it yet. So my thoughts on you, I think that, like I said before, like I think that you and Leah live in the same world. Like there's, there, like, there's a place for you on Housewives, I think, later in life. Wow. Yeah. And, but I also like kind of would die to see you on Below Deck as like a stew. Oh. <laughs> I mean. Like I could just see you like, like dating, like, having a fling with some like Italian man, like who is, who is like the bosun on below deck. And then you're like second stew. Wow. Well, it's like my sister. So my sister's in the Navy. It's her dream to like own a yacht and charter yachts. Um, It's amazing. Eventually. So perhaps, well, there you go. Perhaps she could be, her name's Veronica. So we call her captain V instead of captain Lee. Oh, that's so cute. So, um, so well, yeah. there you go. There's your route on. Yeah. But I, I like really think you'd be so good as a like and like right now, like that would be a great fit for you. I think that you would bring such a fun element to like a group show like Housewives because you are very no bullshit and like I feel like you're not afraid to like say what you think um, when it comes to people being you know a mess. I just I I, I I just see like you, you remind me a lot of Leah's sister a little bit. Oh, interesting. I don't know what I don't know what, why that is. You just I have mean I'll take it. I love cool that vibe and like I don't know. I think I think I think there's a spot for you there. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I think you'd be great on reality TV. Oh, it's funny you. that you said below deck because I did think below deck for you as well. Oh, I had fun. What if um, you and I were on together? That would be trouble. <laughs> You're gonna be so much fun. Fired. <laughs> we would just be like joking in the back, and Captain Lee like, would yell at us. Yeah, and I also think like I would get really irritated. Maybe I feel you're the same. I would get so irritated with guests who are being awful mm-hmm. that I I would not be able to hide it for long. No, I I have a. Like, I cannot hide emotion on my face at all. Like, I'm really bad at pretending. So, like, my eyes especially. Like, if someone's really pissing me off, I'll just, like, fully dead eye, just, like, stare into space and not listen. Like, I I zone out when I'm annoyed with someone. And they would catch that on camera. Yeah. Same. Um, Wait, that was so fun. The two of us on a boat together. And then I was, like, trying so hard. I was, like, what show would Tom be on? Um. I like looked up every single reality show in the history of the world that's been on. And I didn't want to, like I said, I didn't want to listen to anybody else's answers. If like, this is a question you ask on every Mm -hmm. podcast. Um, And I don't know if it's just because of cycling. One of my favorite reality TV shows of all time was um, MTV's Legally Blonde, The Search for the Next Elle Woods. Oh, so good. Oh my and God, they're cycling. When they're cycling and screlting and Seth Rudetsky's like yelling at them. It's so That's bad. what I was like, okay, I think that's. Oh my I God, think, I would love to do that. I think that works. Wait, so for those that don't know, back in, it was like, it was when I was in, 
I think it was when we were in high school. Yeah, we were in college. 2007? Yeah, so they, it was a really fun idea, actually. So to cast the Broadway show as like the replacement of Laura Bell Bundy in Legally Blonde, they did like a competition show to get the, get the part. And so Seth Rodesky was like running all of the challenges. It was like America's Next Step Model. Like they had challenges every week and people went home. And one of the challenges was they went to the spin class and they had to sing I Am So Much Better on the... Right, wasn't that song? It was, uh, no, it's the, I something about what's right in front of you. Yes. What yes. you want, yes. yes. And they had to sing it while like spinning, like very fast. And they each had, they had, I remember the sheet music was printed on pink paper <laughs> yes. and it was on the bikes and they had, they he would call out someone's name and you had to sing like the hardest part of the song yeah. one by one while cycling. Which they like, had to do a bunch of different exercises. They had to like run on a treadmill, um, do cycling. Uh, it was crazy, but oh god, I love it. I feel like that. I feel like that would be great for you. It's funny. They so Sam and I both went to college. We went to college together for musical theater, and ne- we never had a class where we had to cycle and or run on a treadmill and sing. I wish we did. <laughs> Can you picture like in like Fran's class, like instead of desk, it was just treadmills and like the whole time we were running. How was that not showcase prep? (laughs) Like, oh my God, that would have been so funny. I I feel like Michelle Chasse is, what'd you say? I said she would work that into the curriculum, no doubt. Oh, totally. No, but I would say, I feel like Michelle Chasse isn't above doing that in a class setting. <laughs> I never, I never had her, but me neither. Um, me neither. We, we were, we were in we the LA together. We definitely did. Because yeah, I remember we loved the pianist. Oh, Jane. Oh. No, so okay, so <laughs> we'll wrap up on this story because it's good. So Sam and I were not gifted in the ballet format. <laughs> no, I know shade to you. I hope you don't take that the wrong way. I, absolutely, <laughs> very self aware. So we were, we were, that was beginner intermediate. So it was yeah, like, and I was like a senior. <laughs> no, you were a junior, and I was. I made zero boy. progress. And so we. Oh, yeah, I didn't take dance senior year. Yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> and so we had this this teacher named Dean, and he was this he was very very talented ballet dancer. I think he studied somewhere very fancy that was not in America. I think he used to dance in Boca. Okay, well that is America, but. <laughs> no, no, no! I'm just saying, like I. A, a tie to bean. Is there a big ballet scene in Boca? Uh, actually, there is the Herod Conservatory is in Boca. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, so Dean is this like class, like picture ballet, a male ballet instructor, and it's Dean. Like you draw, like he's just so proper and like so, so poised. So poised. And he got paired with the, well, how do we describe? Her name's Jane. And she, <laughs> she just always- like- she just like was like, I'm going to do what I want to do. But she always walked in late to class. Papers, like she never had music like in a binder. Papers were just like everywhere. She was winging and, like, it. I loved it. And she would just like come and pop down on the piano. That and was just, me like, at the Boston Conservatory in a nutshell. So <laughs> I identified with her. She would just play like... Dean would be like, Adagio, please. And Jane, Jane would be like, Mary had a little... Le-. And Dean would be like, Jane. so Jane. mad. And he would the other, but he had like an overbite, remember, or an underbite, uh, overbite. And he was like, Jane, Jane, that is not an adagio. Jane he would, yeah, he would, he would, uh, he he did not hide uh, his uh, his his feelings for her. It was, oh my but God. I loved her. 
Oh, I love it. She was an icon. She was a star. She should come on this podcast. She should. <laughs> Find her. Isn't she like Russian? Wasn't she? Um, I think so. Like, or like Eastern European, maybe? I think so. I hope Jane's doing okay. Me too. I hope she survived the pandemic okay. I hope Dean's okay too. I hope they both also voted for Biden. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Hopefully, though, those that are listening, I mean, we kind of know what's going on with the election, but hopefully when you're listening to this on Sunday, we like confirmed heaven. That it will be, a, yeah, a done deal. Yeah. Um, well, Sam, this was so wonderful. Thanks for coming on oh and doing it. Oh my God, this. of course. Anytime. Yeah, thanks. thanks. for having me. Of course. And once again, you can follow Sam. Um, she runs the Taste of Streep account where, uh, tell everyone, wait, can you tell everyone like how Taste of Streep started? I actually don't even know if I know how it started. <laughs> Like, I don't eat, I myself don't even know, to be honest. Uh, I was just like really bored and teaching myself Photoshop. And for whatever reason, I thought it'd be um, fun to put Meryl Streep on a donut. And I posted <laughs> it online and people loved it. And I was like, that's weird. I guess I'll do this more. And thus it came about. It's, yeah, it's it's so wonderful. If you, if you I feel like most people have seen it, but if you haven't, Go follow. She's hilarious. Thanks. And um, we will uh, talk to y'all soon. Once again, our schedule for episodes now, Wednesday, oh, sorry, no, Wednesday. Fridays, we are doing our Housewives recaps. Next week, we will start covering The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which I'm so excited <gasps> for. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. That starts? On Wednesday. It starts on Wednesday. The It airs on next Wednesday. I can't wait. Yep. So we're going to have episodes on Fridays of uh, with a recap of both Potomac and Salt Lake City. Sundays, we will have recaps of The Bachelorette. And uh, we always end on a little phrase, and that phrase is, uh, they go low and honey, we go lower. Okay, bye guys.